Welcome back to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. I am so glad you're joining me on today's episode with Joy Jackson. I don't want you to just take notice of her testimony. I want you to take notice of who delivered her, who is bringing her through freedom within the testimony that she Thank you so much for watching and listening in to this final episode, part six, with my interview with Joy Jackson. Make sure you stay tuned to the end as I ask Joy to do a reading of her devotional from the Daughters of the King book. So you can actually listen in to the devotional titled Grace Through Chaos. Thank you again for joining me on Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. Previously on part five. To get it all out. And it's important to do that with someone, yeah, in, in the community who can help you create safety and, and, and recognize that, yes, I felt that way too. Yeah. It makes perfect sense you feel this way. Yeah. Right? But then take it back to God because once we get it all out... And it's like, wow, that was a lot of really ugly stuff. It's like it's like on the pimple popper show. Mm, yeah. He doesn't heal till you get it all out. Yep, that's right. You really have to do that. And I think that's when people say give it to God, that's also a way of giving it to God. It is. Getting it out. Yeah. And now for part six of my interview with Joy Jackson. If we see that the reason why we're reading the word and the reason why we're praising is so that we can get to know him more. We can be blessed by his presence because yes, like, when yeah. we're praising him in whatever way you do that, if it's through physical dance, if you're a dancer and you're mm. dancing to him in your house, if you're painting, mm-hmm. you know, worship is in a lot of things. We And, and that's right. Verbal. It's, it's so many things that you do if you're even working, working, you know, yeah. if, if it's if you're if you're an artist or whatever ways that you want to use your skills to glorify him. But as long as you're acknowledging him and you're doing that for him and you're worshiping him in that. You know, the worship kind of connects us directly to receiving. Being in God's presence is, is a place of celebration. Yeah. Like that right there is what allows us to experience the triumph. Yeah. Right? The triumph of, of, of God, mm-hmm. right, is knowing that regardless of our circumstances, we're lifted above it. It's like you get this, I get this feeling of invincibility when I'm when I'm in praise. Mm. You know, it's like I feel like. I, you know, that nothing could ever penetrate, right? Because I'm just in this place of certainty and knowing, and you always know that the, the bad stuff is coming, but but knowing that when you're directly connected to God through praise, it's it's that um, connected to the restorative waters continuously. Mm, yeah. One of the things that you do is you find a lot of different ways to connect and see God in his creations. Mm. And that that's really powerful because what you're doing is you're opening a pathway for example, when you were in the sunflower stage for a while. Mm, yeah. But that was really cool because yeah. when you, you were sharing some things about what is, the, you shared something about, that that's praise. Yeah. That's perfect worship. So you, you found something and how, how it, it bends its face towards the sun, right? And in that moment, that was something that really reached me mm. because I'm from the deep south where the sunflowers grow up on the side of the okay. road. And I was able to understand, right, the concept of yeah. growth is essentially turning towards God. Mm-hmm. It's not turning towards him for condemnation. No. But it's turning towards him for nourishment. And, you know, there's there's times too where my, where my moments of weakness last for days. Mm-hmm. 
weeks even. It's not just moments. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to be moments. No, it's not. Because we don't want to scare people away thinking, oh, well, God, my, my moments would have been two years. Well, yeah. some people are years Yeah, it can be suffering. It can be years. And that's another reason why it's important to, to be in the Word it's and to know. Because um, most of us go through very unexpected things in our life that last a lot longer than we ever thought. Yeah. yeah. And, and are we prepared for them? So, I mean, again, it goes back to sustainability. Yes, it does. It if, really does. If he are sustaining God. The only God, thing that is sustainable. Yes. Yes. Um, Absolutely. The, if, I think it's better just to live it with the acceptance of knowing that mm-hmm. things are going to be up and down. Things are going to be unstable. You know, we can do our best to be, you know, responsible stewards of what God's given us. Stewards of our children. Stewards yeah. of our marriages. But at the end of the day... The nature of the world we're in is temporal. With all that you've seen God do in your life and walk you through, what is that one thing that you know for sure if someone was going through something similar to what you've gone through and they're literally like, I don't know if I can make it one more day. What do you say to them? But I would say to a woman that's going through immense loss and having things revealed day after day that are absolutely gut-wrenching mm. and soul-shattering is that um, and, it, and it creates this feeling of shame, right? Mm. It creates this deep feeling of, of just your heart's so broken and there's so much shame and that that's a weight. And then there's the broken hearts of your children, mm. right? Because you can't, you didn't break them and you can't even mend them, right? Mm. So there's all of these things. But what I would say is that if you can envision, right, um, there's not a quick fix because unfortunately, you know, there is free will and God does honor that. And we, you know, to an extent, you know, the world is a fallen place. So there's, we can expect these things. But what I would say is, um, if you could just envision, you know, regardless of what you're going through, it's kind of like, um, you can just envision, you know, it's like if, if, if you, you know, you had this beloved pet, a cat or a dog that ran out and got hit by a car, right? And it's bleeding and it's dying and, and or feels like it's dying and it's in a lot of pain and, and you've got it and you're holding it in your lap and you're nurturing it. And in that moment, that animal can't really perceive the hope or even you know, that, that you're there almost, right? Because they're so dazed. But that's kind of how Jesus is with us in these moments, right? Mm. No matter how shattered and broken we are, we're reacting to this world. It's like he's sitting there and he's holding us and he's, he's weeping for us and with us through the pain and kind of mending and putting things back together. We just can't see it just mm. yet. He's there. For being here Thank on you. triumphant victorious reminders with me Teresa Ann <laughs> grace through chaos Isaiah 43 19 see I am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland three years after my ex-husband ended our marriage Every day felt darker than the one before. The anguish and pain I felt as I tried to acknowledge and understand what seemed a great injustice felt overwhelming. There was a particular day when my dad's dear childhood friend 
spoke bold, simple words of truth that completely illuminated every part of my being. He simply said, When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he felt so much pain and agony of what was to come in his current circumstances, he literally sweated and wept tears of blood. With all of the power of the Almighty God within him, at his disposal, he still wept tears of agony. Joy Gill, just because you feel deep despair in your circumstances does not mean God isn't with you. He is with you. That simple yet powerful reminder of the pain of the Son of God that he experienced here on earth was eye-opening and jolted me out of my self-imposed despair, moving me into boldly accepting that his grace is ever-present. The truth is we are not guaranteed ease. Even Jesus was not granted ease in his most excruciating moments. What I personally thought was a total loss actually was a chance for growth. I was being transformed to experience this deeper knowing of God's omnipresent grace. If I had not lived through immense pain, confusion, and loss, I would not have obtained the true experience of living in Christ and in the Holy Spirit's grace in the midst of chaos. We can do this in every situation of our lives as we focus on Jesus. When I stopped pitying and comparing myself to Jesus as an underling, I began to see and experience God's presence more like Jesus did in the present circumstances, fully in the storm, through the pain, eyes fixed on the Heavenly Father. Jesus was sent to give us a living example of how to walk with God through the human experience. Jesus had the power to change his circumstances, but he chose to trust God's will for his life and rely on the Holy Spirit to carry him through the darkest moments. I'm learning that this is where the miracles happen. God can truly show his power in our human brokenness and weakness. I believe it is important to remember that we are to expect pain and trials and tribulations, as did Jesus, Paul, and all of the closest friends of Jesus. Choosing to allow God to have His way in our lives by surrendering to Him and focusing on Him through the pain and trials is exactly when and where He shows up in mighty ways. I am now better trained to fixate on Him and allow Him to guide and move me through the chaos and pain of all of life's trials and tribulations. The moment of re revealing royalty in the midst of peasantry in this story I would say, in the difficult moments, we get to know God more. And in the knowing of who He is, is when the healing takes place. In the midst of the desert, when our eyes are fixed on the Father, is when we are reminded of who He is and how He provides fresh streams in the desert. Father God, thank You for Your grace that is more than enough. Your presence is so close. Thank you for reminding me of all of these temporal moments which are subject to change. Only point true the truth that there is no one like you. There is no one beside you. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy that follow me all of the days of my life. I will praise you, Lord, for who you are, Lord. May I experience a tangible knowing of how much you love me. You have not forsaken me. You want me to trust you and lean on you as you are the streams in the desert. 
You are a refreshment when my soul feels exhausted. You cause me to say, it is well with my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for subscribing to my channel and my podcast channel. Remember, join me next Monday on Heavenly Whip Monday, where we get to see mission fields in the midst of battlefields.